to another episode of Content and Cafecito. I am your host, Kathy Keaton. And okay, so first of all, I just want to say thank you to all of you that have been giving me so much great feedback on the guests that I've been having on this podcast because I want to bring you guys the the most amazing guests, okay? And today is nothing short of that. We have an incredible guest on today. I know I say that all the time, but I don't care. Um, This is my podcast, so that's the reason why I can say it. Um, She is a business coach, a storytelling genius. And this is just me reading her Instagram Instagram bio, okay? Because that literally will depict and describe everything about her. Her name is Courtney Elko. She coaches entrepreneurs to expand and express their truest self to create an online presence that that brings authentic connection. So yes, there are going to be different business coaches on here, but the point of this podcast is that I'm bringing on different people that do some some of the same things, but in a different way. And she's going to bring you her story. She's going to tell you the power of storytelling and how you can do that in your online business. So Courtney, welcome to Content and Cafecito. I am so glad that you are here. Introduce yourself. Let us know um, who you are, where you're from, and all the things. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm all things storytelling and business and storytelling. Um, yeah, I'm Courtney Elko. I, my handle and business name is Go Live, Go Live Your Story. Um, and yeah, I am a business coach, but I have a journalism mm-hmm. background. So that's kind of is where the storytelling yes. skills came from. <laughs> yeah. I have uh, almost 20 years experience of content creation as a former full-time writer and editor at different news and travel websites. Oh my God. So yeah, but now, so I've pivoted those skills to help entrepreneurs to create clear messaging and market their business and the the business strategy Mm -hmm. behind their business so they can better understand their story so they can share it with, um, their clients and I love that I love that I think that the only other writer that I've ever spoken to is my sister (laughs) because she was like Ah, a creative writer when she was in school but speak to us more about that like there are I this is crazy because I've never actually spoken to somebody that has like a journalism background um and obviously (laughs) like now that you think of journalism you think of like the blogs you think of like um gossip blogs and all of that but how was that? Like, how was it being in journalism? Because you say you have 20 years of experience, right? Yeah, almost. I'm not quite that old. <laughs> almost. <laughs> almost 20 years. Um, yeah, I started in newspapers. Believe it or not, that they're like archaic. I'm, I am that old <laughs> that I started in, newspaper, in newspapers. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> right? Yeah, it took me a, a little, a minute to actually not need a physical, like, something that I could yeah. hold. Um, that was actually, that was nice starting out. I have many eclipses, a frame. Oh, that's awesome. From, yeah. Yeah. My, um, the first story I ever wrote was about a snow, a snow day. I'm looking at it. It's hanging oh, I love wall. that. <laughs> it's snow stories were always big news in the, in the news. Yeah, I would world. love that. I remember like so. looking on the TV and like waiting for my school to come up to see if I was going to have a snow day. Yes. Yes, yes. But reading it in a newspaper, like it's already happened. So it was always weird to write about weather in the newspaper. Uh, but yeah, right out of college, I, I worked at a mm-hmm. newspaper and then eventually qu- pretty quickly transitioned into online <laughs> news. And I actually worked at um, at a TV news station, but on the web side of things. So I was in like the broadcast right. newsroom, but I was only working on the mm-hmm. web stuff. So that was a cool perspective to go from newspapers to TV journalism, which is very right, different. Right. Than I can imagine. Written. And 
and then web all at kind of at the same time because it was still semi new. I mean, the internet yeah. existed. It wasn't like, but putting the news on the internet was semi new concept. Mm-hmm. The transition from newspapers to online news was probably just kind of starting right. out around that. So time. when did you like? When yeah. was your your actual pivot into like being a coach versus just being a not just? I hate putting that um that word out there, but yes. like being um um a person that was a journalist on the on the web as your job. Um, to being mm-hmm. a coach that's helping entrepreneurs, like telling their story. Tell us about like more of that like transition of like when you decided to do that. Yeah, so I did transition out of news first into the travel Ooh. space, which was a huge, wonderful yes. thing. <laughs> news, as you can imagine, it's not the greatest of that's true. It's fun. Kind of like news negative, fun. It's kind of always... negative Nancy out here. <laughs> yes, yes, it's exciting. There's always something new, but it doesn't pay very well, and it's yeah. stressful. <laughs> so. When I transitioned into travel, it was like, it was the dream job. It was, I worked at a, I was full-time at a family travel mm-hmm. website and I would travel around and then write about it or edit other people's work. And it was right. amazing. Dream, and it paid very well. I imagine, <laughs> And yes. the perks were <laughs> fantastic. So yes, it was a dream job that I had no intention of leaving. It wasn't perfect. There were definitely downsides to it. There was, there would be no growth in this corporation because no right. one leaves because the travel is too mm-hmm. good. You don't leave, but you stay stagnant. So I knew that I was there for almost five years um, and didn't and didn't expect to leave. (laughs) But then the pandemic. Oh, Lord. God. (laughs) That's like the The answer to almost everything. It's just like the turning point in everybody's life. It's so annoying, but I I get it. Like, I get it because nobody's traveling. Yeah. Right, exactly. Oh, yeah, it was bad real fast. Oh, man. <laughs> the amount of money that the corporation was losing daily. Oh, my God. I can uh, we thought if we just could hold on a little bit longer, but that little bit longer was the yeah. thing. So they had to lay off. It, I was part of a mass layoff. And it wasn't my first layoff. In news, there are also many right. layoffs. So I was tired of being laid off and tired of corporations dictating my life and deciding what my salary would be and decided just all the things. Yeah. yeah. So, and I had always wanted to own my own business since I was a kid. It was just something always that I always wanted to do, but I never could figure out what that could look like for a writer and an right. editor. I had my own blog, but going from full-time to blog is like not really something I wanted not to do. Really. And it was a travel blog. So it still was in a pandemic that wasn't going to Right. help me much at all anyway <laughs> so, yeah uh and and in my opinion blogs can make money you can earn a great living as a blogger but it's not a business yeah. if you're not selling some a right. service or a product um so i wanted a business so in the pandemic i had a lot of time on my hands i'm single live alone so i was entertaining myself on right. instagram and i've been telling other people's stories for my entire career but i rarely share about myself Mm -hmm. and I started doing that on Instagram in the pandemic to entertain myself (laughs) and to entertain other people I was doing like funny little things of course on on Instagram yeah and people liked it so I kept doing more (laughs) of it and uh, we had all the time in the world so (laughs) it kind of just like grew from there and then uh it occurred to me that I was like well okay so wait like how let me figure out what a business could look like right. for, for myself. Could I do right in some way? I didn't want. I knew I didn't want to be an influencer, but like, what could I do? So I started um, and 
taking all the free classes I could right, find, yeah, yeah. all the master classes, all the things to just figure out what the business mm-hmm. was. That took some mm-hmm. time, <laughs> way more time than I'd probably like to admit, um, because I was investing in free things, not like actually investing right. money. So I was only getting free to a limit, value yeah. back. Right, yes. But I was able to figure out what my business is. I did, I, I joined a very low ticket, I guess it was a master class. Um, and a lot, of, and I told people I was a writer and a, I had a blog and people in the class were coming to me asking me questions about blogging and writing. That's and awesome. And yeah, so I kind of became the person to answer those mm-hmm. questions and like it clicked. I was like, hmm. Maybe this is the thing. Because <laughs> <laughs> oh, I think that's also something that we get stuck on when in your zone of genius, you get so like stuck mm-hmm. in it. You think everyone knows your zone of genius when they don't. Yes. <laughs> I was like, oh, well, everyone knows how to write. Everyone knows how to tell yeah. a story. Like it's pretty like basic when in reality, yeah, no. <laughs> it's, it's harder than I knew for other people. It is. It comes so easily to me that I didn't realize other people struggle with, with stories. Yeah. Now. And the funny thing is that I am one of those people because when I first was like, I'm um, starting my <laughs> business, I, I, you always hear that. That's like one of the buzzwords that you hear on the internet now, especially among like the business coaching world is that you hear like, oh yeah, tell your story. Like, just tell your story. Like, just mm-hmm. tell your story. And it's like, okay, but well, what does that mean? <laughs> what does it mean? Right. Because you can tell your story like so many ways. And there are certain mm-hmm. ways that you tell your story that can actually like hit home for some people and that it'll yeah. hit home for other people. So if somebody like me <laughs> that didn't know what that mm-hmm. meant, if somebody was listening yeah. to you now and they're just like, okay, Courtney, like you're saying, like, tell your story. But like, what does that actually mean? Like, how can you break it down for them so that they can easily understand that? Yeah, yeah, that's absolutely what I walk my, my clients through yeah. for sure. I have them write their mm-hmm. story. <laughs> which is daunting and it's a big task and I feel like it probably overwhelms them. But in my opinion, it's, it's, it's a larger piece of content that you can then use in a million different ways and to make it not so daunting because it's not, I don't want you to sit there and write like I was born, (laughs) like I went to school. Let's not 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 take it all the way back. Let's relax. (laughs) Right. Yeah. There's no need to go there. I try and help them to focus on what I call transformational mm-hmm. moments because they're, those are what get you to where you are right. today. And it kind of breaks it down. It breaks down your mm-hmm. story into little nuggets that you can then share on a podcast, in an Instagram post, on, in a reel, on repeat right. also. So it's a transformational moment. And, and transformational moments are either big moments, you were laid off and then you started a business, type of transformational mm-hmm. moment or it's like small things where you read a book and it changed your changed your life it does a trans the word transformational is big like yeah like, oh like you think it has to be this massive right. thing but it can be something very small that clicked for you that transformed you so the way i always try and describe it is that you were here like i was a uh travel editor i was over here an event mm-hmm. happened the pandemic happened i was laid off that was yeah. the event and now i'm over here so it's like beginning mm-hmm. middle end type of thing um and it's a portion of my larger yeah. story <laughs> so and breaking it and i have try and have them like outline many transformational moments take it like take a minute and because there's many yeah. of them in your life and 
usually it's like the immediate mm-hmm. one that had just come before, like mine being laid off and starting yeah. a business. But recently uh, I started looking, uh, so I was walking through other, walking my clients through this process recently. So I started thinking about my, my own things again. And I went further back to childhood and I was like, oh my God, <laughs> like that right there <laughs> has propelled me to why I am a business like I was today. today years old when I realized uh-huh. That this thing happened to yes. me when I was 12. And then I'm like, wow. Yeah. Like, that's the reason why I'm a business owner today. That's crazy. Yes, literally. That's amazing. Literally, though. when I was 12. And I can imagine, <laughs> yeah. I can imagine when you're walking your clients through this, I can imagine how much like mindset work is involved in that because it must be a lot mm-hmm. of like shifts that you experience with them, right? Yeah. Well, yeah. Because I think they think it think of it as like, oh, like writing, like I don't, and I don't need, you don't need to write it out, <laughs> like just outlining yeah. it and visually seeing it is helpful. And then to go, you can go back to it for when you need content right. anytime. And to me, having that larger piece of content is always beneficial to use in a variety of ways. It could be on your about me yeah. page. Um, it can be part of your selling of your offer, depending on what your yeah. offer is. And, and always pulling out for captions on, on Instagram. Like the, that's why I do encourage them to write it out because then you can copy. Yeah, the page. that's true. <laughs> Your captions yeah. later. <laughs> yeah. I love that you said captions um, because yeah. it's, you yeah. can make that post and then you can be like, so okay, um, <laughs> so I made the post, I created the content, you know, like I put words on the content. Um, I put the text in the reel. I made the transition and you expect me to write a caption? Like, right, what am I right. supposed to do when it comes to captions? So, like, if somebody <laughs> was, like, literally sitting on Instagram right now while they're listening to this podcast yeah. and they yeah. have their reel that, like, tells, tells their story in their reel. They did, like, a little relatable kind of, like, reel transition thingy. And then they're coming to write their caption and they draw a blank. What, yeah. do, what, what are they supposed yeah. to do, Courtney? What are they supposed to do from there? <laughs> what are they supposed to do now? Well, yeah. So I, I would take write your like the transformational moment in the yeah. caption. Like it's the same concept in whatever your I like I I suggest yes. <laughs> that reels should be very intentional. Yes. Like obviously do fun ones mm-hmm. and all that kind of stuff, but there should needs to be a purpose to your reel. So like, what are you saying in this reel? What is the story? I keep doing air quotes and I'm an idiot that this is on, <laughs> this is audio. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so I just air quoted what's your yeah. story um, and uh, that you're of your, what's the point of, of your right. reel and if, and what's the goal. So there is every reel has its own story, has its own transformational right. moment. And the caption is the same type of process of a transformational moment it has a a caption should have a beginning middle and end to it as well it could be three paragraphs beginning Mm -hmm. middle and end it doesn't have to be crazy long but what's the what are you saying in the reel with the quick transition and the quick yes on the reel and then how can you expand on what you've said in three seconds or five seconds in a reel there's more to that yes (laughs) there's more that you could say than in five seconds so get tell the full quote unquote full story in in the caption yeah and it entices the person to learn more about you yeah like it it stops the scroll like oh okay wait yes 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 yes. that's (laughs) what i was getting to because Mm -hmm. i think that i think that there has been such a um 
an ongoing like trend of people saying like, oh yeah, you know, like you have to take advantage of short form videos in order to um, capture people's attention. Because as being a, a like a, a social media like strategist as myself, I know that there is a certain strategy to short form videos. Obviously, you want to make sure that you're capturing somebody's attention. You want to make sure that you draw them in, like something in the video or something in your content draws them in so that they can stay there. But like now that they stood right. there and they they're there, what now? So there right. is like this like stigma that we need to break where people are not going to just read your content. Like the purpose of creating content online in order to stand out, because there's millions of people online. So everybody's right. online at this point. So in order to stand out, you have to make sure that you're doing something that is going to make that person, that one in 10 per- people stop on your yeah. on your content and be like, wow, like I didn't know this about them. So don't be afraid. Listen, Courtney said it, okay? Don't be afraid <laughs> to write a longer caption. Don't be afraid to put yeah. paragraphs in your caption because the person that is meant for you and meant for your business and wants to buy from you and wants to learn about you is going to read that caption. Exactly. Yes. Yes. Oh my gosh, yes. Because yeah, it's not in in my opinion, your your captions and your Instagram is not for all exactly. the people. <laughs> it's for exactly. the person. <laughs> it's for the person and your ideal yeah. client. They're gonna and they're gonna continue to want to know more. They're gonna watch the visual of mm-hmm. the reel and then say, oh, Okay, tell me more in right. the caption. Then they read their caption and then they're like, oh, okay, tell me more in your LinkedIn yeah. bio. Let me sign up for whatever you got going on, right? Or whatever. Exactly. Yeah. And it's continu- it's pushing them through that yeah. journey of seeing the reel, reading the caption, joining yeah. whatever uh is in your link, and then getting to know you more and more and eventually and I honestly, like, just looking at your Instagram, you make creating content seem so easy. And that's what I love about it. It's like, I don't, I want my target client to realize that creating content is just the fun part of what your business is. Like, you don't have exactly. to overthink creating content. Like, you, it's so crazy. Like, you can just, I don't know what it is about you. Like, you can just tell <laughs> that you used to have, like, a corporate job or you used to have some type of, like, nine to five job. <laughs> and now because, I'm having fun. <laughs> no, no. It's because, like, your content is so, it, you, it's so easy. Like, you can literally just use the features that it's given to you on Instagram. Like, you don't have to be so fancy right? oh, God, with yeah. fancy lighting. No. People think that you have to, like, really overthink it. And you have to get like the the ring light and you have to like dress mm-hmm. up and you have to like calm down, y'all. Literally. Yeah. <laughs> just whatever you if you're at your desk at work, which is why majority of my reels are at my desk. If you're at your desk at work and you have mm-hmm. 15 minutes that of downtime, just tell your story and repurpose it onto your reels. Yes. Yeah. Like seriously. Yes. Mm-hmm. The funny thing is that there yeah. was this reel that you had. And I, I, I saved it. There was this reel that you had. <laughs> I'm dying because it's a reel that literally is like, um, when I don't plan my content, some days I have it all together and sometimes oh, it comes yeah. I don't. Yeah, I don't. literally the yeah. realest, yo, the realest type of reel that you have ever posted because yes. there are some days where you don't plan out your content and people will freak out. So yeah. how do you, yeah. how do you like get over that? Like, how do you get over that when you have do not have your content planned out? Because it happens sometimes when you don't have your content planned mm-hmm. out um, from a storytelling perspective and from like a journalist perspective, too, because I'm sure you put those skills yeah. in here as well. How do you get over that hurdle? 
This episode is sponsored by my one-on-one private mentorship program, Passion to Profit. Have you ever had that burning desire to convert your idea into a business, but you didn't know where to start? That's what Passion to Profit is for. Together, we'll work on your business plan, professional website, and your offers and services for your clients. And you know, I'm going to include some social media in there and also content creation to make sure that you get your business out there. You can choose from either my three or six month program and have me as your guide to start the business of your dreams, all while navigating through imposter syndrome and recovering from burnout. And for my podcast listeners, anyone that listens to this podcast and is interested in joining the Passion to Profit program will receive $100 off of admission using the code PASSION. So make sure that you DM me the code PASSION. Let me know that you are a listener of this podcast at Content and Cafecito Podcast. And we'll talk about how we can start the business of your dream. Now let's get back to the episode. Yeah, I mean, I do planning it out is what I would recommend, but I I plan for flexibility for the days when it's not uh, all coming together. So I think a lot of people get scared of of a plan, especially for Mm -hmm. content. Like, oh, like if it's if it's written down, that means I have to. Right, it's not it's not in stone. Jeez, exactly. (laughs) So it's it's recommended that you do it, but if it's plan then you can shift it to the next day. It's fine. And the fact that it is planned out, it's easy to just like, boop, now now what's going to happen on Tuesday is actually going to happen right. on Friday now. And everything just pivots and it's right. fine. <laughs> no one knows. No one. Thank you. Know. Nobody's like uh, looking in your yeah. calendar like, no, she was supposed to do it like on this day. Like, right, calm down. Right. Yeah. Like, it's okay. And and sometimes it's okay to to just not post for a minute. It's Thank fine. You. Thank right you. now I, I am Thank <laughs> you for saying that. I haven't planned out my current my content currently. Yeah. I'm like I'm very focused on some stuff I'm doing behind the scenes. I'm, email writing is my focus at the of current course. moment. And I have a bajillion emails mm-hmm. to write. So I don't I'm not creating for Instagram right. currently. And I was getting stressed out about it. And then I was like, it's fine. It's really it's fine. fine because my warmer audience is already in my email. Exactly. Anyway, and that is where I am focused mm-hmm. anyway. So I'll be back. It's, and it's I'm, and I'm still showing up on stories. To me, you always show up on mm-hmm. stories. What happens in your feed is bonus. Exactly. <laughs> I feel like the feed yeah. is like the preview to what is happening in your stories. And like your stories, you're yeah. able to like show your real life. You're able to like show behind yeah. the scenes like there mm-hmm. are there's like a process of when you go on Instagram and I don't think people like really understood that and I think that my my mentor actually really like zoned in on this a few days ago she was like think about what you do when you go on Instagram when you go on Instagram when I go on Instagram on somebody's page I'll go to their page I'll look at their bio to see like what they do and then if the red light I mean, the red circle is around their name. I'm like, okay, what do they put yeah. in their stories? That's immediately where I go to right. before I go on the feed. So it's like, I want to see the yeah. person. I want to see what their personality is. So do not be afraid of, and me and Courtney obviously agree on this. Like, don't be afraid of disconnecting. Don't be afraid of like, yes. if you don't have a post up today, like calm down. If you don't have a post up today mm-hmm, and you mm-hmm. don't have a reel up today, obviously something else was more important. But like, if you want to just go in your stories then that's fine. Like, it's yeah, okay. Yeah. And it's easy to show, I think. I know a lot, some people don't always think, but it's easier to show up. Absolutely. Because you literally just have to show up. That's it. <laughs> you can talk about whatever. There's no, like, 
I mean, yes, you want to like be you. Uh, you absolutely want to be course. authentic and show up as you, but you don't have to like think about it as much. It's what you're doing yes. that day. Yes. That's all you have to exactly. share. Exactly. You don't have to like, yeah. you don't have to um, edit so much of what goes on no. in your stories. Yeah. You can literally just be yourself, yeah. put some text on there. Please make sure you have your captions on because 80% of yes. Instagram sees your stories on mute. I'm just saying, and I'm one of them because I'm at work. Yeah. So please make sure you have your captions yeah. on. But yeah, like just be yourself. Like don't be afraid to be yourself. And we touched on this right. a little bit, but I really want you to like, un- like, um, go into detail. So now that you own your own time and now that yes. you don't have to like answer <laughs> to a boss, how do mm-hmm. you manage your time without getting burned out? Because you did just say that you like have a lot mm-hmm. of emails to do. So that's when you don't go on Instagram. Um, and I mean, not posting your stories, but you like go and post um, on, do your, your emails behind the scenes. But how do you manage all of that without mm-hmm. getting burned out? Yeah. Um, planning and bliss. <laughs> Basically. Period. Period. To put it bluntly. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Cause yeah, I, I do feel like I'm inching towards burnout right now. Not like overall mm-hmm. burnout, but it's, it's the time of year where it's just of busy. Course. It's yeah. a busy season. So trying to separate from, I have a lot to, a lot of things to do rather than I'm overwhelmed by having a lot of things I to like do. I like that. Cause yeah. So may, and for me, literally making a list, it seems very oh, I love basic this. and simple. Oh, I love lists. <laughs> and crossing things off. Oh, like, it's that's so nice. relieving. I'm like, you yes, cross. I don't have to do it anymore. Yes. He yes. is. I love yeah. that. Yeah. I just make, and I think, I think part of the overwhelm, I actually just talked about this on my stories yesterday. Part of the overwhelm is that I feel like I'm going to forget to do something. I will forget so to If do it's it. written down. Right. Yeah. And you step away and you're like, brushing your teeth and you're running through all the bajillion things you have well, to do and it's like oh my god mm-hmm. there was kind of like mid <laughs> brush it's, it's like mid brush or like mid like washing the dishes i'm like wait i have to write this down i have to write this down it's crazy right exactly yeah so having it visually on a list on, on paper mm-hmm. on your phone however you do it is helpful because then you just yeah. look at it you no longer ha- it no longer holds the brain space <laughs> you can, i love that like you can brush your teeth and wash the dishes yes. freely <laughs> zone out completely yes. uh, because you have mm-hmm. your list and then you get to check it off when you're when you're done and i try and stop again this is an audio thing but here's a visual of, of yeah. my list. i do i make a long list and then i try and break it down by mm. day like okay on monday i'm i have an email going out on tuesday so on monday i need to make sure it's written and scheduled and oh, all I like things. that mm-hmm. and on wednesday i'm doing this and that so let's make sure that ha- that's going to happen on right. tuesday so I try and like plan out. I make when I I'm a big planner, as she's I'm sure oh, she's probably know, but I plan out <laughs> I plan out my month like vaguely, like a rough estimate. Thank you of for what saying that because the month. person's gonna listen like I have to plan out my month, like calm down. <laughs> right. Yeah. And it's more like what offers am I putting out there? What master classes, right. live things am I doing? And then work backwards. I reverse engineer, like I pick the actual date of what Time, what day is that masterclass taking place? Okay, now I want to promote it for two weeks before that. So put that on the calendar. And it's just constant big picture and then walking it back going forward and then walking mm-hmm. it back. So I'll plan for the month, but then then I break it down by week. Right. So on Sunday or Monday, I'm like, okay, what content am I, what am I talking about in stories this week? What am I, what reels do I want to post this week? And plan that out for the mm-hmm. week so I'm not it's a smaller chunk. So yeah, I have an idea of what 
offers I'm doing mm-hmm. already because I've planned out for the month. But then it's like, okay, well, what content do I want to do for for this week? And then I do it the same thing for the day. Right, right. <laughs> so it's this constant like month, walk it back. Week, walk it back. I day, love walk that. It back. I, I think I'm going to try that strategy yeah. because there are certain times I don't, and we're going to get into this in a minute, but I don't um, prioritize my email list. Um, I have one, Ooh. but I don't prioritize it. Um, but the thing is whenever I have like an offer or whenever I have like an idea that I'm just like, okay, I need to like, I want to put this in an email. I'll like write it out yeah. and send it right there. And you just literally inspired me to like, okay, let me just get all my thoughts together and just write out the emails and schedule them to be sent out. So I don't have to like worry about it yeah. yet. How important yeah. do you, cause you know, obviously we have, we were all affected by the Instagram blackout of October 31st. <laughs> So uh-huh, how important uh-huh. do you think an email list is for either business owners that are just starting out or business owners that solely rely on Instagram? Uh, it's yes. <laughs> <laughs> and I know a lot of people hate, hate it, but to me that you own that list, yeah. list for one, your email list, you it's yours. own nothing yes. on the internet. <laughs> the Instagram could disappear mm-hmm. tomorrow. Um, so having those and your audience that you can talk to directly is very important. And I like how you said that you were inspired and then you wrote Mm -hmm. the email that do that and write it, leave it in Mm -hmm. drafts and decide when is a good time to post it. When you're inspired to write something, write it, it when write it then. Yes. Get it out. (laughs) I did that recently. I, yes, get it out of the head. I recently wrote a bunch of personal stories and in my, for Mm -hmm. my email, but they're not, I've only sent like one or two. I will send the rest later. Um, but I was in the writing mode, so I just had to quickly get it out. Um, but yeah, your list is huge. To me, that's your warmest audience because they have requested that you land in their that's inbox. That's true. <laughs> they said, please come inside yes. my home, like directly. Here is my information. It's not just a scroll by. I love that. I love that analogy. Yeah. It's like, yeah. hey, yeah, you have an invite absolutely. to my home. You can come in whenever you'd like. Yeah like an open door policy Mm -hmm. to somebody. I love that. Exactly. Yeah. They've given you their email address. So yeah, they, it's absolutely important. I love that. I'm going to use it. What I, I think, good. Yes. (laughs) But I, but what I do think a lot of people do, they only use their email list to sell, which is obviously the point. The end game is to sell to your email list, but don't only sell to your email list. Give them more than the service or product that you're offering, share all the things with them. And I think that is what entices people to actually read your email. Yeah. And and then eventually buy buy from you. Because if you're only saying here, buy this, buy this, buy this, buy this, buy this in your email. They're going to be like spam. Right. It's just, and it's not cool. Like who wants that? (laughs) If I'm reading a fun story about your life, getting to know you more, then like, then it will connect when it is time to buy something. And if you're sharing just tips of whatever your business is, I love that. And you've just inspired me to write an email today. So thank you so much for that. (laughs) And yeah, when you said schedule, I would suggest always scheduling in the, in the morning. That's my, to me, that's, when uh oh that's true that's when i open like my work emails and stuff so yeah Mm. yeah everyone sits i mean i'm not even out of bed yet and the email is my first thing that i'm looking at when i'm this is true i usually i usually when i get emails yeah that's true that's true i usually Mm -hmm. go in my emails when i want to clear my notifications (laughs) 
Right. And half the time I'm sitting there just deleting emails. <laughs> but it's the first thing you do in the That's morning. That's true. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah, it's definitely because, yeah, I'll get an email at like 3 p.m. on a Friday sometimes. And mm-hmm. I'm like, so uh, is, are we right. deleting this? Right. <laughs> like, I'm like, I don't have to look at this right now. Worst possible time. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, I don't have to look at this right now. Like, bye. Um, right, right. I love this. I, you have given so many tips, Ooh, especially on the emails, too. Like, that is just something I'm going to take <laughs> with me and run with yeah. because. Now I have um, an email idea that I want to send out, especially because of like all of the offers going on throughout the end of the year and anything. Um, So since Black Friday has passed, um, what do you have coming up that you want to promote? Like literally, I feel like I haven't even been following you for so long and you're already (laughs) on like on the top of my list of like, especially because I don't even think about whenever I follow somebody, I don't even think about what I can get. I just think about like, okay, I need to stay connected to this person because there's something that she talks about that I really need to incorporate and something that she talks about that is really different um, than what I've seen before. Because, yeah, you can follow. It's just like following a lot of like, I don't know, like stores online or like following Mm -hmm. a lot of like influencers that review products. Like after a while, it becomes you become desensitized to it. Um, But seeing your um, your Instagram and exactly like what you stand for and the the clients that you attract. I think it's really important for people to put more than put put more of a feeling behind their transaction and be yeah. more of a feeling behind their business. And I see that you do that with yours. So mm-hmm. what do you have going mm-hmm. on for the month of um, December and going into the new year and anything evergreen that you have going on? Literally pimp yourself out. Tell everybody <laughs> where they can find you. Tell yes. them everything. <laughs> yes. Well, you can join my email list for free. Yes, love that. <laughs> Always. <laughs> Highly recommend my email list. Uh, it is a, I do, it is a good place. I've lately been getting very deep with, uh, deep and vulnerable uh, mm. with my email list, sharing with what I think are fun stories. I mean, there's stories about me, but yes. like, they're fun. <laughs> I make it fun. I make it fun for you. Um, but I'm always ever enrolling for my one-on-one mm-hmm. uh, program. It's a four-month program. But then I also do... Um, a 12 week group, small group coaching program, like three to five people mm-hmm. called Boost Your Business Collective. And I'm enrolling for that now for to start in February. Um, and that's for the newer business owner. So that's kind of, um, uh-huh. it's lower ticket th- compared to my one-on-one because I feel like newer business owners need the most help and they are the ones that shy away Absolutely. <laughs> from, from getting the help or want to pay less, which I understand mm-hmm. with newer business owners. Um, but I also try it. So I like that it's a small group program because they, it's community, very small community, but more intimate community. I like that three to five people, but they also get the personalization from me. Like, because it's small, I can still give you direct, I'm not speaking to the masses. I'm speaking, we're dealing with your personal business um, right. inside, inside the group program. So yeah, boost your business collective and that next round starts in February. So Ooh, yes. sign up for my email list and you'll find all about, find out yes. all about it. Yes. <laughs> Listen, if you are listening to this podcast and you got anything from it, which I'm pretty sure you did. So if you have to rewind and take notes, then be, feel free but um you can find courtney at go live your story no underscores no spaces everything lowercase um on instagram join her email list um she literally told you the importance of an email list so if you have to go back and rewind it and listen to it again then you got to do that um but she has so many things going on she gave so many great tips so if you found anything helpful if you found any gems out of this 
Um, I am sorry for the New York noise in the background because clearly they <laughs> want to compete with me. Like, relax. Thank you. So disrespectful. Um, but if you found any gems out of this um, this episode, definitely screenshot this episode. Tag me and Courtney in your stories. We would love to hear what you've got out of this, what you found the most empowering for you. And go follow her because that's where you're going to connect with the most. Courtney, thank you so much for coming on this podcast and sharing all of your beautiful gems with us. I cannot believe that I literally just found you because um, I should have been following you from the beginning. Um, But thank you so much for sharing all of your insight. And I cannot wait to hopefully do this again in the future whenever you have so much more going on because I can't wait to follow everything that you have going on. But thank you so much. Thank you so much for having me. This was so fun. Yay! Yay. Awesome. Have a good one, guys. And I will see you next week on next week's episode.